Anthony D'Esposito become my guy, you know, in. I'm not going to lie to you. Mike Lawler keeps texting me, and, um, well, I haven't put him on. I put Anthony on instead. So so when you see Lawler in the chamber, uh, Anth, he may not be as nice to you as he was before, but what am I going to tell you? That's uh, that's the way the game goes. So thank you for coming on this morning. How you been? I'm good, Sid. How you doing? I'm doing good. So explain this to me. So the new speaker, Mike Johnson, you guys get together, and you avoid a government shutdown. Before we start talking about how you avoided that, for folks who don't follow this stuff all that closely, because a lot of my listeners are former WFAN listeners and just regular guys, you know, and they don't know the ins and outs of all this. So for the everyday guy, what would a government shutdown mean? Uh, it would be disastrous. I mean, a lot of things that you would take for granted um, would be shut down. There would be um, – and really the biggest issue that I think faces the American people that they don't understand is it's not the actual shutdown that affects our everyday lives. It's the opening back up of government that would be uh, completely detrimental to our everyday. So um, whether it's you know our soldiers, whether it has to do with the Postal Service – um, not all of these would be shut down, but there would be changes in the way that that we receive, um, you know, our, our everyday uh, resources from the American government. It would all change. Okay. So you guys avoid it, and the only way that Mike Johnson could have avoided it is with some Democrat support. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony, but those eight, quote-unquote, Newt Gingrich traitors, one of which is a good friend of mine, who haven't spoken to in a while, Nancy Mays. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but the reason why they wanted Kevin McCarthy out was that every now and then he would do a deal or a bill that would involve Democrat participation. That's exactly, exactly what Mike Johnson got yesterday. What's the difference? Well, yeah, I mean, that's correct. I mean, really what it, what it is is I think that this shows that a lot of the issues with Kevin McCarthy were personal, um, but they were using the fact that uh, he, he worked in a bipartisan fashion to keep this government open as the excuse. Uh, there, were, there were 93 Republicans that opposed uh, the CR yesterday, uh, many of them being the individuals that you just spoke about. And uh, I think what's important to point out is, is exactly what we discussed at the beginning of the segment. We don't want the government to shut down. We all agree uh, whether you are, you know, like me and you, regular guys, or whether you've been in Washington, D.C. for decades, we agree that uh, we need to rein in spending, especially with the Biden administration. I mean, they, they just write checks that I don't even know where they expect to get the money from. We have a deficit that continues to rise every day, and it's going to be have drastic effects on, you know, on, on the young, your ch- children, grandchildren. I mean, that's who's really going to bear the brunt of the spending that's going on across this country. And we understand that we need to rein it in. But in that process, we need to do it in a responsible fashion. And and many of them just want cuts across the board that would, I mean, it it would basically equate to a government shutdown. I mean, it would end programs that people depend on. And and that's that's not how we need to operate government. We need to find ways to cut spending uh, in places that that really are, are spending out of control and, and places that we know are, are 
are causing our country harm. That's where we need to cut spending. We don't need to cut spending from, you know, SNAP program and WIC program. I mean, listen, are, are there people that take advantage of those programs? Absolutely. But there are a lot of people, probably people that me and you know that live in our communities, that depend on that to put food on their table. I mean, there's no reason that we need to cut 65% from Amtrak. Why? Because it targets the Northeast. Listen, there are people, our friends, our family members who utilize Amtrak to come to and from work every single day. So there, there needs to be discussions had as to where we're cutting this funding, and it can't be disproportionate across the country. And, and very often it seems to target the Northeast and New York. So I'm a Republican, as you know, and um, a lot of you guys, uh, you especially, are my friends, a bunch of friends in uh, Congress. I'm not popular. But I got to tell you, man, it has been rough being friends with you guys, dating back to when you initially ousted McCarthy. That was ridiculous. And I know you had your reasons, but not putting in Jim Jordan, that was ridiculous. And now yesterday, when you got this very important vote going on to avoid a government shutdown, you got this uh, moron Burchett, he's a moron, who was one of those uh, eight traitor eights, fighting with uh, Kevin McCarthy, claiming that McCarthy elbowed him in the kidney, which is ridiculous. Then you got Bernie Sanders breaking up a fight. Bernie Sanders, of all people, breaking up a fight between a Teamsters Union president and some other uh, idiot from Oklahoma, some other politician. What the hell is going on in D.C.? Uh, I, I agree with you, Sid. I'll tell you right now, the one person that shouldn't be breaking up any fights, especially between those two guys, is Bernie Sanders. <laughs> what, what, what everyone, where everyone should have been yesterday um, is where I was, and that was at the National Mall. Uh, for the for the Israel rally, and you can, you, by the, and you, yeah, I know you were there. In fact, I'm going to speak to Bruce Blakeman coming up in about 18 minutes. You were there with him. That includes the president and the vice president who are right down the block and didn't show up either. Shame on both Biden and Harris. But on a serious note, I'm glad you were at the rally, and I love you for that. But what the hell is going on with your cohorts? I, I agree. Listen, I think everyone needs to take a deep breath. I know that there are, and, and I've told you this before, there are there are emotions that are running high. Uh, because of what happened, you know, now a month ago when when McCarthy was ousted. I mean, it's only the it's the first time in, in the history of the United States that is that the uh, the Speaker of the House seat was vacated. So there are people that are upset. They're angry. But listen, we need to be adults. We were sent here by the American people to do the people's work, and that's what we should be doing: fighting and and arguing with one another. I mean, listen, I, I was always told growing up in uh, in the Nassau County Republican GOP is you try to keep. Uh, what, what goes on with the family, you keep it behind closed doors, and, and you need to show a unified front. And I, need to, I think we need to take some of that lead here uh, in Washington, D.C. You never want Joe and Mika, those two animals, to start their show by calling you guys third graders, especially if they're right. You never want that, yeah. and they're right. All right, another uh, big uh, story today. You guys are about to grill. Oh, this is going to be like porn. You guys are going to grill this Mayorkas who should be put in prison. Right to prison this morning. Christopher Ray, I think, is also back on the Hill today. Tell me what's in store for some of these folks later on today. Yep, so at 9 o'clock we have a, a full uh, Homeland Security hearing. It's, uh, it's titled Worldwide Threats, and we're going to have Secretary Mayorkas as one of the, uh, the witnesses. Uh, and it's going to be, uh, you know, this is, we've, we've set across a, a five-phase uh, plan in order to uh, put forth to the American people as to why we should 
be removing Secretary Mayorkas, impeaching him uh, from Homeland Security. I don't think that uh, many of us need those answers in that five phases, but uh, as someone who has spent a career in the NYPD, I, I agree that a methodical investigation is necessary, and today is going to be one of those uh, one of the high points of that investigation. And, and I've been asked over the last couple of days, you know, you've dealt with Mayorkas one-on-one -on -one once before. How are you going to handle it this time? And uh, listen, it, it is – I have the facts in front of me. I know uh, the things that he's done. I know the things that he's, he hasn't done. He's failed uh, the American people. He's failed the people who are trying to come into this country to find the American dream. Uh, and when asked how I'm going to deal with him, I'm going to deal with him just like any other – uh, perp that I've sat across with in the interrogation room, and that is ask direct questions. <laughs> I'm going to expect direct answers, and uh, I think it's going to be clear that there's only so long that Mayorkas can sit in the seat and squirm uh, and try to get out of answering real questions. He he has a habit of trying to prolong his answers to run out his time, um, you know. And I'm going to uh, make sure he's treated just like uh, many of those I've sat across from in that interview room. Uh, and, and I'm not going to let him run out the time. I'm, I want the answers. Many of us want the answers. I know that my colleagues across uh, across this country who sit on the Homeland Security Committee have been prepping for days uh, to have him in front of us. And uh, I hope today is one step closer to uh, to the impeachment of Secretary Mayorkas. I'm all for it, man. Uh, he got to go. So I'm all for his impeachment. I really am. But you know this, Anthony, when we talk, and, uh, talk about, uh, you know, Wiping out the enemy, it starts at the very, very top. And uh, Mayorkas has people like Biden running cover for him, people like Harris running cover for him. I got news for you. People here in New York run cover for him. People that you see on a daily basis in New York politics run cover for him. So he should be impeached. Like I said, I wasn't kidding. He should be put in prison for what may happen in this country because of his lax border. But the truth is, he ain't the boss. So you can't, you can't start and stop with Mayorkas when he works for somebody who runs cover for him, who lies for him. That's Joe Biden. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that uh, that process in, is in place. Obviously, we've seen investigations being conducted by the judiciary and the Ways and Means chairman um, and others. And I know that those, those investigations, uh, they're gathering evidence as well. We've, we've seen it over the last couple of weeks. 